Tonight, a barrage of artillery fire increasing in war-ravaged Donbass. With more than 1,500 explosions in just the past day. The region is part of Ukraine, but controlled by pro-Russian separatists. Across the border in Belarus, just hours from Kyiv, an ominous sign the Russian forces could be there to stay indefinitely. Please turn with me to Matthew chapter 24. The disciples asked Jesus this question. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We are living at the end of time. We are seeing wars and rumors of wars in the land. We see nation rising against nation. We see kingdom against kingdom. We see famines increasing with inflation and economic woes around the world. We see pestilence with COVID-19. And we see earthquakes with climate change. But all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Today in this episode, we're going to discuss the issue with Russia and Ukraine. Dear listener, now is the time to store up on food. And when I say food, I'm referring to plant-based items. And ask God to lead us into the country to grow our own provisions and to grow in Christ's character. We must prepare to live off the grid. And here is why. According to CNN, on February 24th, 2022, the headline says, Quote, U.S. braces for Russian cyber attack as Ukraine conflict escalates. Here's how that might play out. End quote. According to Newsweek, on February 25th, 2022, the headline says, quote, FBI braces for Russian cyber attack in U.S. as Ukraine tensions rise. End quote. Do you remember Klaus Schwab, the leader of the World Economic Forum? And what he said? We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. And now we can see how Klaus Schwab words may come into play. Russia has threatened to hit any country who gets involved with his dealings with Ukraine with a cyber attack. We must get ready. We must get others ready. Question, why does Russia want Ukraine? Please listen to this short clip. Despite warnings from other world leaders, Russian President Vladimir Putin, question, his questionable tactics in Ukraine remain unfazed. Our Holly Williams is there in Kiev with the latest developments. Holly. In Kyiv last night, a delivery of nearly 300 Javelin anti-tank missiles and other munitions. This is just the latest shipment in $200 million worth of emergency military assistance from the US. But even with American help, Ukraine is still massively outgunned and outnumbered by its giant neighbour. With around 100,000 Russian troops massed on its border, Ukraine's fate may be in the hands of just one man, Russia's President Vladimir Putin. So why does Putin want Ukraine so bad? 
Putin grew up in the USSR and worked as a KGB agent. He wants Russia to become like the Soviet Union again. The most important thing for him is controlling the situation. Khodorkovsky claims that Putin's attempts to recreate a Russian empire are a way of distracting ordinary Russians from their economic hardship. He believes Putin's main goals are staying in power and enriching himself and his friends. Who started this war between Russia and Ukraine? Let's find out. Now, just to remind you, this crisis started because Russia began moving tens of thousands of its troops to Ukraine's border, and yet Russia still maintains that it's the victim, that it's threatened somehow by alleged aggression from the US and NATO. What some say is really going on is that Vladimir Putin uh, does not want yet another pro-Western country right next door, and that instead he wants uh, a Ukraine that's some kind of puppet state, and he's using the threat of those troops to try to frighten Ukraine into obedience and to force the U.S. and its allies into letting him have exactly what he wants. Vlad and Anne-Marie. Friends, did you know that Daniel chapter 11, verse 40, explains the Russia and Ukraine conflict? Let's study it. Just a moment. I see you. I close my eyes and I see you. I feel you. I sense you're always there I hear you Your voice I hear so clearly So near me I see you everywhere And my eyes are filled with tears As you stripped me of all my fears So I stand before you naked as I am You fill me with a love Too great to understand Am I dreaming or awake? It's just the same Welcome back. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, verse number 40, And at the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots, and with horsemen, and with many ships. And he shall enter into the countries, and shall overflow, and pass over. Let's unlock some key symbols based on scripture. A king represents a civil power. Whirlwind represents speed or destruction. Chariots represents military power. Horsemen represents military power. And ships represents economic power. Daniel said, at the time of the end, the king of the south shall push at him. My brother, my sister, the time of the end represents the crisis that occurred in 1798. Who was the dominant power in the world at this time? It was Pope Pius. The King of the South represents two principles that came out of the French Revolution. But today, we are only going to focus on one. And the main principle that we're going to focus on is government-sponsored atheism. The King of the South represents government-sponsored atheism. Geographically, the Kingdom of the South represents Egypt. And the root of atheism came from Egypt. What does it mean to be an atheist? 
Please turn with me to Exodus chapter 5, verse number 1 through 5. Let's start at verse number 2. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I shall obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. Dear listener, if you do not believe in true Bible religion, you are an atheist. I made no apologies for what I just said. Now back to Daniel. The king of the north shall come against him. The north power represents the counterfeit of the true Christ. This is the Antichrist, which is none other than the papacy. Psalms chapter 48, verse number 2 is clear that Jesus is the king of the north. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3, and 4, the man of sin, the papacy, would exalt himself above Jesus. So again, the Vatican is the false king of the north. The king of the north will come against state-sponsored atheism. Question, what is one word that can describe state-sponsored atheism? It's communism. Quick question, when did the Pope, King of the North, come after the King of the South? Communism. It was the Cold War that started in 1945 and ended 1989. This was the war that brought down the Soviet Union. That is why this issue with Russia and Ukraine is getting so much attention, because it is history repeating itself. The Bible teaches us the Pope and her allies came after the King of the South like a whirlwind. Question, who were the Pope's allies? My brother, my sister, Daniel chapter 11, verse 40, tell us it was horsemen, chariots, and ships. So what do all this mean? The King of the North will come with military power and economic power. Who was the greatest military and economic superpower in the world? It's the United States of America. Friends, search this, friends. Go back in history. You'll find what I'm saying is true. Do you remember John Paul II and Ronald Reagan? This was called the greatest secret alliance of all time. Listen to this short clip. A couple of quotations once again. Dick Allen, Richard Allen, the president's first national security, security advisor, quote, this relationship between Reagan and the Pope, this was one of the great secret alliances of all time. Second quotation, George Weigel, John Paul II's biographer, that the claim that the two men entered into a conspiracy to affect the downfall of communism is journalistic fantasy, close quote. So how do you characterize what took place between the White House and the Vatican and between those two men? What's the correct way for us to understand sure. it? Well, it's interesting that even last night there was a little bit of a dispute between yes. two of the people who were speaking about what just what this was. Uh, and I think that uh, George, it's somewhere between Dick Allen and George Weigel. Uh, I think <laughs> right. I think there's no question. I believe that what you had here, first of all, going back to Ronald Reagan uh, and his religious faith, I think it was that faith which which made him admire the Pope, uh, and particularly this Pope, because you had a very strong person on behalf of his his faith, upon behalf of his church, and that the, the whole thing of what he had done up to that time, uh, Ronald Reagan admired, and admired him as a as the leader of his church. So so it was natural, I think, for him to admire that kind of leadership. But beyond that, then what you had was you had two people, both leaders, one in the secular world, one in the religious world, with parallel interests. 
And so when those parallel interests uh, were uh, obvious, uh, as what happened in, in Poland there, where they were under attack, if you will, uh, then it was logical then for Ronald Reagan, particularly with his ideas about uh, defeating communism, to cooperate. So how do all of this tie into the issue with Russia and Ukraine? This is Daniel chapter 11, verse 40, repeating itself in a spiritual sense. At the root of the crisis with Russia and Ukraine, it has everything to do with dominance or dominion in the world. Russia, communism, the South Power, wants Ukraine because it will increase Russia's influence in the world. NATO, the North Power, the papacy, led by America, and other nations also wants Ukraine on their side to expand the Pope's influence in the world. The King of the North, the papacy, is a false system. The King of the South is also a false system. They are fighting for power to exalt themselves. Remember, friends, the Sunday law, the mark of the beast, will be worldwide. And all these things must take place to enforce the mark. The mighty men of the world are creating the crisis so they can give a secular religious solution from the man of sin. Based on what we have covered, they are going to use this crisis to bring the Great Reset, if God allowed them to do so. There's much more I can say on this topic, but I will stop it here. Until we meet again, God bless.